You've heard of Black Friday. Well, get prepared for Brown Friday. A lawsuit alleges drunken debauchery at a Taco Bell holiday party. And the winner of Mega Millions is suing his daughter's mother for telling the entire family. These are the weird stories for Tuesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian inside a Los Angeles closet. Let's bring it. Forget about Black Friday. Prepare yourself for Brown Friday. One of the nation's largest plumbing repair companies say they expect to be extremely busy the day after Thanksgiving. You know, the day that we refer to as Black Friday? Well, the plumbers apparently call it Brown Friday, and you probably know why. Roto-Rooter. Have you heard of Roto-Rooter? They unclog your toilet and other difficult maintenance-related, plumbing-related tasks. Roto-Rooter experiences a 50% increase in call volume the day after Thanksgiving compared to any other Friday throughout the year. The company claims they also have a 21% uptick in business over any other four-day weekend period. So Thanksgiving weekend, they're very busy, Roto-Rooter. It's Brown Friday. (laughs) It's Friday. I'm in love. Brown Friday. I backed up your toilet. The company said Thanksgiving gatherings and meals can overload your toilets, overload the main sewers, ruin kitchen sinks and garbage disposals as well. It's a big messy thing down under with the Thanksgiving gatherers. Everybody's overeating. Everybody's over pooping. Everybody's over peeing. There's so much food going down garbage disposals. Here's a quote from a Roto-Rooter spokesperson. <laughs> Imagine being the Roto-Rooter spokesperson. <laughs> Okay, just got to make a lot of statements about crapola. Extra guests mean more toilet flushes, showers, dishwasher and laundry loads, and garbage disposal usage. Simply put, Thanksgiving puts a very heavy strain on American plumbing systems and it keeps our plumbers super busy the next day. The article has some stats about searches related to emergency plumbers. Portland, Oregon has the highest number of searches for emergency plumbers, including clogged up toilets and leaky faucets on Brown Friday, followed by Virginia Beach, Virginia, Raleigh, North Carolina, Indianapolis, and Craxonville, Florida. Super surprising because I thought people in Craxonville don't even use the toilet. They just take it to the front lawn. Roto-Rooter has some advice. They have some tips to prevent drain trouble during Thanksgiving weekend. So maybe you guys want to listen up. Here's some tips. Never pour grease, turkey drippings, or cooking oil down drains. If you live in Craxonville, don't dispose of your leftover crack rocks down the drain either. Now, grease and whatnot solidify in pipes like candle wax and they choke drains and that can be very costly. Also, don't put potato peels, poultry skins, bones, rice, or pasta down the garbage disposal. Disposals can handle small quantities of scraps, but most food must go into the trash can, or you can compost that. They also say to make sure the garbage disposal is running when you add food scraps down there. Also, don't flush wet wipes down the toilets, guys. Many of these don't dissolve and may clog drain pipes and sewers. Also, if you're in Craxonville, don't flush your heroin down the toilet when the police arrive either. That can also cause drain pipe and sewerage backups. 
Also, you should place your plungers in guest bathrooms to save the guests the embarrassment of asking for one. If you are only in the possession of one plunger, maybe buy a backup. Also, it says here, spread out showers and laundry loads so that the pipes have time to drain. If you're in Craxonville, don't worry about that because in Craxonville, they don't wash their clothes or even take showers. Happy Thanksgiving. A raunchy, alcohol-fueled Taco Bell sex party. A former Los Angeles area Taco Bell employee is currently suing Taco Bell and a particular franchise owner after she claims a Christmas party at the fast food restaurant descended into a drunken mess that included open sex right inside the restaurant. Oh, so that's how they make the hot sauce. Okay. Okay. Sex in the Taco Bell at the Christmas party. Sounds like a good time. A lot of bells got rung that night. Hey, guys? Hey? Hey? <laughs> hey. Uh, unfortunately, these employees couldn't think outside the bun. Whoa, Jonesy, enough, enough with the puns up top. Right, in the lawsuit, this woman alleges that her supervisor invited her to the Christmas party 2022 at the San Pedro Taco Bell at which she worked. San Pedro is south of Los Angeles along the coast. This woman was encouraged to bring food for a potluck-style buffet. And her contribution was a large bowl of guacamole, which is strange because don't you already have a lot of guacamole in the refrigerator at Taco Bell? Why would you bring that, lady? Bring something that Taco Bell doesn't have. Bring a key lime pie. I mean, it's a holiday party. Why are you bringing guacamole to a Taco Bell Halloween party? That's like bringing tacos to a Taco Bell party. If Pizza Hut had a Christmas party and you brought pizza, you're an idiot. Okay, back to the story. Once, once the woman arrived, she discovered that her supervisor covered the windows of the restaurant with wrapping paper and also covered the cameras for the lobby in the inside of the restaurant as well. You mean the security cameras were covered? Oh, huh. I mean, well, if you're going to have a debauchery celebration, you got to cover up the cameras and you got to wrap up the windows as well. It's going down in the Taco Bell. Are they hiring, by the way? Asking for a friend. Now, this woman claimed when she arrived to the Christmas party, she witnessed her supervisor providing alcohol to the Taco Bell staff. Yeah, it's a Christmas party. It also says several of these staff members were, quote, overserved. Well, who's judging that? And if you're getting drunk at your holiday party, so what? These are Taco Bell fast food employees, all right? They work very hard for very little money, and they need to unwind. And if they're showing up at a, at a Christmas party or any party that their employer's throwing, you better believe they're going to eat and drink as much as they can because they got to make up for crappy wages. I would get bombed as well if they're offering free uh, party favors, a.k.a. drugs. I'm, okay, sure, sure, sure. Meet me in the bathroom. All right, it says here, around midnight after this woman had stepped outside for a short time, she walked back into the restaurant and saw... A co-worker, quote, having sex with his wife in front of everybody at the Taco Bell party. Whoa, getting it on at the Taco Bell. <laughs> Coincidentally, this was the most meat ever served at a Taco Bell location. <laughs> oh, man, this is amazing. If it's going to be that kind of party, I'm going to stick my unit in the guacamole. Now, this woman, according to the lawsuit, also claims while this husband and wife were getting it on in front of everyone, the... The co-worker's wife was at the same time kissing her female manager and another female co-worker at the same time as well. <laughs> I think this is the number 69 off the secret menu. <laughs> the boozy debauchery combo with guac on the side. How about that? 
Well, this employee was, quote, shocked, disgusted, and outraged by this behavior. She alleges that she first ran out of the restaurant in shock and then went back inside to retrieve her guacamole bowl. (laughs) Okay. How bad was it if you went back in for your stupid guacamole bowl? (sighs) She went back in for the guacamole bowl only to find that her manager and the other co-worker involved in the sexual encounter were vomiting at that moment. Oh, boy. Wow. <laughs> this woman has never seen such behavior before. She needed a lot of therapy after this. I'm glad that she got her guacamole bowl out of there, you know, because uh, who knows what they would have done on that guacamole bowl. They would have made sweet love and then flipped it over and vomited in it. According to the uh, court document, One of the individuals threw up in the trash while the other vomited inside her guacamole bowl. I called it. They vomited in her guacamole bowl when she went to go get it. Wow. (laughs) Oh, you got you got guac blocked, lady. That's guac blocked. (laughs) This is an amazing story, man. Uh, This woman says she reported the incident to the Taco Bell Human Resources. And the manager and other co-workers involved in the sexual encounter were fired, the complaint states. Oh, man, how are you going to fire these people? How was your slogan, live mass, but you fire people for living mass, you know? Uh, this is a great. This is a great story. Here's another thing that happened while I was reading this story. A, an ad popped up, and it was a survey that asked me, have you ever worked in fast food? <laughs> nope, but I want to now. Yay! A Mega Millions winner is suing the mother of his child for disclosing his jackpot win. A man who won a staggering 1.3 billion Mega Millions jackpot earlier this year has filed a lawsuit against the mother of his child, accusing her of disclosing his lottery win to all of his family members. The lawsuit was filed in the U.S. District Court in Maine. It alleges that the man's ex-girlfriend breached an agreement they had to keep the win confidential, and as a result, he suffered emotional distress and harassment from his family members. The unidentified Maine resident won the Mega Millions lottery jackpot in January. The winner received $723 million as a one-time lump sum payment. After taxes, the amount was just over $400 million. Wait, he won $1.35 billion? And he got 720. Oh, so he took the one time lump sum and then after taxes, 400 million. Imagine that you win 1.35 billion and you actually just get 400 million. That's a large discrepancy. He kept his name and identity a secret by having a lottery trust claim the prize for him. And uh, last week, John Doe filed this lawsuit against Sarah Smith, seeking damages for revealing his lottery win and potentially endangering his public identity and his safety. The lawsuit claims that Smith signed an NDA on February 8th, agreeing to keep the winner's jackpot a secret until their daughter turns 18 on June 1st, 2023. In exchange, the winner promised to provide her with support and ongoing security resources. The NDA was meant to avoid any harm caused by revealing the winner's identity, location, assets, and their daughter's identity to the media or the public as well. According to these documents, if someone breaches this NDNA, the jackpot winner has the right to pursue legal and fair compensation without the need to prove actual damages. This could include monetary damages as well as attorney fees and other expenses incurred as a result of the breach of privacy. 
A woman apparently revealed the winnings to the man's father and stepmother over the phone, and the winner's sister later found out through hearsay as well. As a result of the defendant's unauthorized disclosures, John Doe has suffered irreparable injury, according to his lawyer. The winner's lawsuit asks her to disclose every person she's told and pay a fine of $100,000 for each NDA violation, plus attorney fees and court costs as well. Well, I mean, the good news is this happened in Maine, so uh, she could only possibly probably tell about 15 people. I think only 15 people live in Maine. So you're looking all right, buddy. It's got to be tough stuff winning mega millions. You got to then be concerned about your privacy and safety. You got to be a big secret. Many people win a huge jackpot and then have to move completely out of state. Uh, but I think it's a small price to pay for a billion bucks, wouldn't you say? Call the show, 646-450-2012. Yay! Hello, my friends and loyal listeners of the Weird AF News Podcast. Thanks for joining me. If you're new to the show, please be advised. We do weird news five days a week. And on Friday, it's only weird news out of Florida. Also, be aware, the host is a comedian that tries to make these stories humorous. And it only works half the time. So if you're (laughs) you're looking for highbrow humor, Weird AF News is not for you. I want to give a shout out to... Josh G. from Vegas. Josh G. has been a longtime fan and listener and supporter of Weird AF News. Josh bought me coffees off my website, weirdafnews.com, and wrote, Happy Thanksgiving, Jonesy. Continuing to be so proud of you and being amongst your following. Also, a reminder that some of us some of us may be a bit occupied, unable to do or say much as before, but in the wise words of Morpheus, we are still here. Stay safe and cool. As always, your friend and bro, Josh G. from Las Vegas. Shout out to Josh G. in Vegas. One of these times we're going to hang out, Josh G. I make it to Vegas a few times a year. So that's very helpful. That was so sweet of Josh to uh, get me some coffees for Thanksgiving. You guys can do that by going to weirdafnews.com and uh, click on the Buy Jonesy a Coffee. You can you can join the Patreon as well. That's, um, that's on there. Or go to patreon.com slash weirdafnews. Or uh, you can... Download the Patreon app on your smartphone and do a search for Weird AF News. Uh, I got some reviews on Amazon. Let's read them. This is from A Wolf, five stars. No one likes a whiner, Larry. Nice show, just the thing to listen to on the way home from work. A Wolf, sticking up for old Jonesy by saying, No one likes a whiner, Larry. Larry wrote me a very terrible review. Uh, it was very personal about my personality. Um, about a week ago. Uh, Unfortunately, since then, I've gotten two other one-star reviews on Amazon. Let me read these. Uh, We got one from R. Mark, who says, Disrespectful host, one star. Too many times, the Weird AF News host has mocked other cultures, even making fun of their languages, and call this humor. The host's stories about non-American events borders on racist. (laughs) Oh, poor Mark. Um, Mark clearly isn't paying attention, because I actually mock my own culture and make fun of my own culture. Uh, way more than other languages and other cultures. If you're on this show, you deserve to be made fun of. Uh, first of all, that's sort of the premise of it. And uh, yeah, and like I said, I mock my own culture way more than other cultures. I'm so far from a racist. I'm equally mocking everyone. Uh, I also got a one-star review from an anonymous. They just wrote Amazon customer. They couldn't disclose their identity. Perhaps they're a Mega Millions lottery winner. Who knows? Amazon Amazon customer says, explicit content playing randomly? Explicit? Okay. 
This started playing randomly and was talking about sex with my little kids in the room. I didn't ask for this idiotic tabloid station, and now my children heard disgusting smut without adult consent. Unacceptable. Then I stopped the station, but it keeps automatically playing. Do better, Amazon. Do better. (laughs) Why don't you uh, complain to Amazon instead of writing a review on the show? (laughs) The show has nothing to do with Amazon playing it randomly on your device individual this is crazy it's like if Pulp Fiction just automatically started playing on your Netflix account and you you saw like there was a shooting in front of your children and then you complained to Pulp Fiction and Quentin Tarantino (laughs) what a dummy man there's so many dummies out there and they a lot of them write reviews of my show isn't that horrible (laughs) lucky me I get the idiots You're not going to believe this. Look at my Amazon customer reviews. 34% of them are one-star reviews. That's almost half. Well, that's about a third. (laughs) It's unbelievable. Most of these people, I didn't even ask to listen to the damn thing. In fact, no, let me rephrase that. All of them, 100% of them, I didn't ask to listen to my damn show. (laughs) It's ridiculous. The whole reviewing process is just out of control. It's out of control. You should have to earn a review by at least listening to three or more episodes. <laughs> Apparently, no, no. Anybody can hear a, a sentence and then just write about it. It's unbelievable. And then people that should be complaining to Amazon are complaining about to my show directly, <laughs> anonymously too. You're allowed to do this anonymously, really. What a great system you have for reviews, Amazon. Keep it up. Keep it up. It's going to be the end of me. Uh, I'm going to get canceled out of the closet, guys. Oh no. Terrible. Anyways, you guys should uh, write positive reviews on Amazon for me to just offset this nonsense. That would be very helpful. I'd appreciate it. How about you do that for the holidays? That doesn't even cost you anything. Write me a good review on Amazon, please. That would be helpful. Anyways, I'm going to publish some phone calls after this. Um, if if they're if they can download, I was having a hard time downloading them earlier. I'll I'll check again and see if they come down. But you might hear some phone calls after this. If you want to call the show, show it's six four six four five zero twenty twelve. And of course, you can email me funnyjones at gmail dot com. Any sort of weird, funny Thanksgiving stories would be extremely uh, helpful and appropriate and timely. I love you and good luck with your life, man.